This is The Real Life Self, Episode 5, Consciousness, Something to Think About. What up, folks? Uh, this is Angel from The Real Life Self. Uh, I posted this book the other day and I got a lot of questions. It's called The Physics of Consciousness. So I figured I'd take some time uh, to discuss sort of my interpretation of what I'm reading and then just kind of have a conversation with y'all about um, what it means to be a conscious, intelligent being uh, and, you know, have you encourage you to, to really ask the question to see if you're sort of thinking in that way. I, I don't think a lot of people are. It's, it was part of, you know, understanding consciousness was part of my shift, right? Or, you know, yeah, my shift, my shift in perspective, looking at the world in a different way, therefore interacting with the world in a different way. And through that, just kind of changing my overall being, stepping into it. Um, so um, I'm going to give you all an example of consciousness, right? So consciousness just means to be aware. You know, consciousness means awareness or self-awareness in particular, right? I think I've said that before in other videos. Um, but we as human beings kind of think that we're on earth we're the only ones that are self-aware right we're intelligent so it's important to ask these questions because in quantum theory they talk a lot about consciousness right and one really good example that i heard that i want to share with y'all is uh is from a geneticist scientist uh, his name is bruce lipton right he says Consciousness does not exist in the brain. The brain is simply an antenna from which we connect to consciousness. So think about what that means. Imagine consciousness being the broadcast. You know, how back in the day, we had the old school TVs, little antennas we move. And when we move the antenna in the right place, we get a signal and it pops up on the TV. All right, so imagine the broadcast is consciousness and the antenna on the TV is your brain now the images that are showing up on the TV screen is your life it's your life the show of your life essentially right so your antenna you know if you have it focused in a certain frequency it'll pick up a certain broadcast and then display certain images in your life. Similarly, it's like when you're tuned in to a certain vibe and a certain way of being, that's kind of the life that you're going to get. And then when you move it, when you move the antenna or adjust it, when you adjust the mind or the brain, right, different images show up for you in, in your TV screen. So I thought that was really dope. But and then he said one thing that was super profound for me. He says, all right, you know, if 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 consciousness does not exist in the brain, and it doesn't, because neuroscientists, you know, the, everyone's kind of studied it, and they can't find it in the brain. There's not an area, right? So they said, if consciousness doesn't exist in the brain, um, you know, and and our antenna, our brain, is connecting to consciousness, um, and then displaying the movie that is our life on the TV screen. Um, or the reality that's showing up for us based on how our antenna is adjusted. 
he says, it's like everyone has their own channel, but it's the same broadcast. We're all tapping into the same broadcast, but we're, you know, the channel of my life is different from the channel of your life. But what this dude said that fuck with me, he says, you know, when you turn the channel off, does the broadcast stop? Right? When you die, does the broadcast stop? It doesn't. And that's something that we got to think about, right? So we, we're existing in this world and we're interpreting our reality in our life based on how we're connecting to consciousness. And this consciousness, um, you know, scientists in this book is described as, you know, scientists say consciousness is a result of the functioning of neurons, the ability to take on huge quantities of information, as well as the ability to perceive, memorize and study. So science essentially says that once upon a time from nothing came something, a big bang, a big explosion created the cosmos and all the elements. And over time, they collided at random until they later formed big balls. They became planets and the molecules within them created life where one monkey accidentally formed an intelligent human being, right? So that's a theory of evolution that says, you know, there was incremental mutations over time that led to the intelligent species of the human being. That's sort of the story that we've been fed in school. um, And we don't get encouraged to ask this question in a deep way, right? So quantum physics tells us another story. Um, And it really says that at the foundation of nature, there is nothing solid that everything is energy, right? So quantum physics were able to break down an atom and and even the the particles within the atom, the smallest photons, the smallest observable matter, and they found that it's actually energy is just spinning really fast. What that means is that the entire world is collapsed energy. The material things that you see in this world aren't really material. They feel material, and that's how we interpret it because of um, how, how, how this works, but it's really energy. So when you think of consciousness, um, the crazy shit is, is that, you know, we're tapping into something. We're tapping into the broadcast. Now, where does that broadcast come from? Why does that broadcast exist, right? So in quantum physics, they call this the quantum field. And this is the web of energy that connects all of us, right? Scientists tell us that there is something faster than the speed of light, and it's actually the speed of thought. So they took uh, DNA samples from a person, you know, and they separated by thousands and thousands of miles and they did test on one of the DNA samples and instantaneously, the one that was thousands and thousands of miles away reacted in the same way, right? This means the information traveled faster than the speed of light would. It's actually the, the speed of consciousness. Now, what does that mean? It means that consciousness is this big field of energy that connects all of us. It connects all things. And you don't need to travel. The information won't travel because it's, it exists simultaneously across the field of consciousness. You got to just tap into it. Now, that's some crazy shit to think about. But um, I think what it really 
encourages us to do is to think about ourselves in a different way. Think about our story in a different way, right? You think about um, the story you've been told of who we are as human beings. The story of the soul. Like, what is the soul? Scientists doesn't don't you know science doesn't know what the soul is science actually can't define consciousness either they can't study it in a tangible way because it's not you know it's not finite it's it's uh, expansive it's infinite so why do i bring this up because for me understanding that there was an infinite field of energy that i can tap into made me look at the world a lot different and made me question like everything the fucking made me question every single thing right if there is this big web and field of energy that is intelligent right so there's something called intelligent design intelligent design just essentially says the world isn't random like the fucking story we've been getting in our k-12 schools talking about theory evolution they, you know, there's quantum theory has already proven that wrong. Um, however, that narrative exists in our society and in our lives for a reason, right? Like, um, it's established. So to go in and change an established story that's been sort of run for over a hundred years um, would really um, poke holes in the established narrative about science and us as human beings and our origins and all that. Um, and so, of course, they're not going to let that happen. And that's kind of why, you know, the story isn't changing. So you got to seek this information out. So people that are interested in, like, manifesting, the law of attraction, you know, all that good stuff. You have to understand how all that works. You know, when you think of the universe, it's not separate from you. Like you're connected to the universe. You are the universe. So when you think about wanting to bring something into your life and you can think it in your head and, and hope it in your head, that shit doesn't work. You get what you reflect, right? Your entire reality is a reflection of who you are internally. So if you're not, you know, internally vibrating at the level that you that at the level of the thing or the outcome or the experience that you want you're not going to get it and that's a little tough for people to understand but you know my whole thing with manifesting is it has to be in the interest of your highest good you know you can't attract fucking a shitload of money or attract you know material things uh, by wanting them you know it has to be that you vibrationally align with that frequency internally and then as you do those kind of things become your reality so everything that you can imagine already exists right and it exists in this quantum field this big field of energy i'm talking about um and all it is is really about you kind of aligning with it calling it to you and making it your reality. People don't understand that, right? So that's kind of it. The reason I bring up consciousness because I posted this book. A lot of people were curious about the quotes. Um, and I do want to read something to y'all real quick because 
this shit was kind of profound, right? Um, give me a second. Alright, so it says, amount of evidence of this kind has led to a question, which is older, the chicken or the egg? The answer has so far not been given because it is clear that everything originated by means of intelligent design. Orchestrated by the consciousness, which is the base for the overall phenomena and life. All of these, strictly speaking, scientific discoveries prove that consciousness is a foundation for the existence and the development of life. Everything originated from conscious intent. There is not a shred of evidence to support the claim that consciousness developed at a later stage, least of all by chance, from life itself. As a consequence of life and its development, the nature of consciousness is such that it can never arise from something unconscious. Woo! The neighbor of conscious, the, the, the nature of consciousness is such that it can never arise from something unconscious. Think about what that means. That means everything is intelligent. Uh, life itself is intelligent. And if it is intelligent, and it's not random. That means you have to stop believing that life is random. Stop believing that life happens to you and start understanding that you create your life. You create the outcomes that show up for you. Now, how you do that is, is the thing that you have to learn and you have to tap into. And there's information out there that can help you do that. But you have to understand that you're not alone. You're connected to something intelligent, loving and interested in your highest good. Um, but until you learn, until you accept that, you're always going to be in a, a cycle of sort of like resistance, right? Because you think that the material world is separate from you. You think that you know people and things in this world are separate from you. And so long as you think that, you'll never be truly connected to this essence, this quantum field, to consciousness. Uh, and so that you can begin to tap into it so that you can then take control of your life, take control of who you are and who you wanna be. So the book is the physics of consciousness the intro is really dope then it gets super dense because it's super scientific i do recommend it for you all um, really my goal is to have you begin to think in this way it's important especially all you people thinking like i can attract whatever i want like get the fuck out of here with that shit you know you have to really understand that you're gonna call you're gonna call into your life who you are the world that shows up around you is just feedback saying this is who you are, right? So when you tap into this intelligence, it's really about aligning with it and asking for your highest good to bring about your highest good. And that means you being the highest version and truest version of yourself. And that means letting a lot of shit go that is not of service to you. A lot of people aren't ready to hear that. A lot of people aren't ready to do that. So when you're in this fucking constant loop of shitty ass experiences, it's because you haven't done that inner work to begin to say, all right, you know what? I'm ready to let go of the shit that doesn't serve me so I can align to my highest timeline and I can be that version of myself that I so desire to be. Tap in, hit us up. 
Thank you for checking us out. Uh, All Manifest Officials, the Instagram. Uh, AllManifest.com is the website. I am Angel. I am your host. Uh, Tap in. Hit me up if anything resonates with you. You know, I love having conversations with folk and coaching people uh, informally about these things. I'm always happy to share information. Always happy to work with folk that are really interested in tapping into their highest good for the right reasons. Peace and love.